0: You are listening to the Claim of Throne broadcast. Oh, shut up,
1: Ash. We've got to cheers first before we. Oh yeah, cheers, boys. Let's bombs away. Uh, what was that, Ash? Sorry, you said uh, welcome or something. eh?
0: Yeah, welcome to the Mundaring Hotel, yeah. where we're here with Doctor Alien Smith himself. Hello, Al Smith.
1: I'm Doctor Cabba, and I'm also <laughs> with Doctor Ash. We're all here, about to perform surgery on a uh, <laughs> a menu, a reopening menu. Yeah. About to perform surgery on um, on our first pub meal for many times. Yeah. Yeah, so when was the last
0: time anyone had a meal at a pub? I was yeah, thinking I don't know. when I
1: even had a pint last, and I can't really remember. Mm. A pint. But I've been hanging for one. I do get a bit sick of drinking out of bottles. Or and candies. also.
0: And also. <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember. Probably. I reckon the Rosie was the last time Or maybe the Scotto And Scotto's oh, yeah. gone now
2: Yeah Oh yeah that's right It closed down yeah. didn't it Yeah Yeah it was a bit sad But How about you? Uh, oof Yeah long time um, Well I can't even remember be back in January Probably for me So
0: Are you a regular Like pub goer at all?
2: Not so much Unless I go to see a show Or Take the kiddies out for a meal Yeah yeah That's probably
0: about it Yeah yeah, I never go out to the pub except for every week. <laughs> <laughs> but we're right next to the Rosie. Oh yeah, you are. So. And yeah. we haven't really had a
1: chance to use it yet. Yeah, my local is not a really appealing place to go to. What is it? Um, the Craigie Tav. Craigie Tav. I just hope Come no on. one's listening. I mean, I These enjoy it, well. you know, for <laughs> a a beer and a I don't know a beer occasionally, but um. Not really the place to take the misses or anything because it's just essentially a tab. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you have have lots see. of people wearing either UGG boots or no shoes at all. Um, so I thought you guys would on fit the GGS right in. Yeah, I do if I take other people, I guess, um, or myself sneakily when I go to get the groceries, pop <laughs> in and put three dollars on the MBL and drink a pint. <laughs> and I haven't done that in a long time.
2: You can't even bet on the NBL. You can probably bet no. on when the next game of the NBA will be. Maybe.
1: I've heard that you can bet on some weird <laughs> shit. Yeah. Man. What's going to be real interesting about
0: this is trying to eat food at the same time. Yeah, because yeah. I was
2: thinking about that before. That's right. So yeah. we're looking at the menu right
1: now. Yeah, <clears throat> What's everyone going to order? Good question. I wonder if anything on this menu is actually available or if you have to choose one of the specials. Oh it's oh
2: the God. reopening menu, it says here. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, there you go. We should be getting a little bit of the ambience of the room in the
2: mics, you reckon, Ash? I hope so.
1: One can only hope. A little bit of light jazz. Seeing as I'm a vegetarian, I'm thinking of going the beef cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) The beef cheeks. (laughs) That does look... Oh, is that beef cheek ravioli? I don't even know what a beef cheek is. but I'm going to find out.
0: All of these meals seem largely based on beef cheek, to be honest.
2: Must have been on special down at... um
0: I think for me... The idea might be a ravioli, so then I can just one-hand it. Ravioli.
1: That's
2: true. Yeah, anything with a knife and a fork is probably not a great idea. And maybe even something like a cheeseburger is probably going to be a bit of a
1: test. We could just just stop recording whilst eating, but that's probably no fun, is it? No fun.
0: We want chewing noises. We want the whole gamut. (laughs) Yeah, right. Sorry, Paolo. Um, Yeah, I'm thinking also bangers and mash or beer-battered fish. You could probably do a little bit of a, a cut... And then just an eight
1: with your hand. Eat before coming. That's true. Speaking of the Corona's virus, um, what have you been doing now? Not working?
2: No well, I've been working just the same. Nothing's really changed really? for me. So yeah. Apart from not
1: doing any recordings. But Oh, okay, no no recordings. No recordings. No interest from bands. I guess the rehearsal studios are closed, so maybe they're Well they're open now. I know they're limited. Degree. Degree. Yeah, yeah. We're about to start back up.
2: Well when I when it all sort of started, um, I had heaps and heaps of mixing work, like I had a quite a lot of backlog of that. So, I've just been playing oh, through all of sweet. that. Yeah. And I literally just about to start my final mixing project that I've had in the pipeline for a while, like this week coming up. So, it hasn't really changed for me too much because so, yeah. I work isolated from home in that during has the week it anyway.
0: freed you up to do more of that stuff? Or is it like, because not doing live tracking would knock you out for a day effectively?
2: Yeah, but I would do that usually on the weekends anyway. Um, right. So yeah. during the week, my routine has basically been the same. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. Crazy. And I, th- I thought the, um, because I guess I'm, I'm doing mixing and then I'm selling stuff, microphones and that. I thought that might drop off, but that's actually been very, very steady through this whole last couple of months. So. I've seen
0: a lot of people posting, and you're reposting mm. things. So I don't know, cranking out the door or what.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I just counted up before. I sold nine things this week. Really? Probably eight last week. And then consistently through the last couple of months where everything's been shut down, probably at least five or six mics a week. So, What's wow. your world record per week? A world record for a week? Um, uh, probably about 15, but that would be like when I did like uh, launch something new and I had pre-order situation yeah, yeah. going, so people would in advance.
0: advance. Yeah. I love those custom-looking dirt mics you do. Yeah, yeah. Especially the one that looks like a spaceship with the wings yeah. on it. That it's looks... old Turner mic, yeah. So do you... Did you just go? This is an opportunity for me to do something different, or like, how did you stumble across doing that? <clears throat> well, I saw
2: somebody selling the, a pair of those on eBay, and they were basically ruined. Like, um, and the person that had them had been using them as film props or TV props for a while, so they must have just been in a collection of old mics. Yeah, but one of them had nothing inside it whatsoever. The other one, sort of. Had all the old crystal element and stuff in them, but it was, you know, buggered because they're so old. Mm. But yeah, they look so cool. And because yeah. they're made in like cast iron, like they're really heavy. Yeah. They're just indestructible on the outside. So, and I just thought, oh, they look about the same size as a harmonica microphone, which is what I use for the dirt mic usually. Mm. So I bought them. And yeah, they just, the capsule from the same harmonica mic just slips right in. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, they were good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had a group of, There's a group of guys in America. There's a couple of producers in America, one's in Canada. They have a songwriting team together. Oh, yeah. And they were just, when I started putting out those custom, because I did a few different ones, they were just snapping them up. Yeah. Like, they were all buying them all. They really liked liked them for what they were doing. So, I sold, like, four or five of those all to the same people in, like, a couple of, in a week or so.
0: Yeah, some of the studios that these guys are using your stuff in look amazing. Yeah, crazy,
1: isn't it? Like, so cool. Have you, do you see that stuff? Not so much. I've seen a little bit in passing. I should uh, look into it a bit more, but pretty awesome. Just the pictures, man. That's like
0: yeah. my dream would probably to be have a room like this pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that? I know. So good.
2: Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it?
0: But yeah, I just wonder what the status of these guys are. Are they hobby enthusiasts or are they no, working music? I think a
2: lot of them... Are working musos, yeah, yeah. I think there's still a situation in America where there's enough music going on that those sorts of studios are still surviving, okay. Mm. Yeah. Though a lot of them have been fully shut down for the last couple of months, and yeah. I noticed a lot of them have started doing things like selling T-shirts, and that's yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: trying to get some sort of money going. People probably are happy to support them with that sort of stuff. Yeah, if I think they're, they're, you they're you know, doing previous right. clients and whatever. Yeah, we were sort of saying it's probably going to be like, I don't know. Once this sort of starts going we'll just be inundated with uh, new music and you know people are probably currently just writing heaps of stuff and maybe learning a bit more studio skills in their quiet time and things like that yeah you need a Um, bit of an outlet so surely yeah people are still keeping their ears out for things like that and yeah buying stuff see some cool shit and snap it up just takes forever to come in the mail and also arrive in the mail
2: (laughs) well i have a dhl account and um Usually I could send a mic from here to America and get there in 4 days DHL. Now it's taking about 7 or 8, which is still actually pretty good. But you try sending anything Australia Post it's fucking shit out. Man, like I've, w- got a, I've got a mic sitting in the at Perth airport in a container ready to go on a plane to Sweden. It's been sitting there since the 5th of April. Yeah. No way. It just hasn't moved. Is your
0: customer like well, understanding?
2: I- well, I gave him the option because I think hes he lives in like rural Sweden. So, t- to send it via DHL was going to be like 40 bucks more than normal. Yeah. So, I said to him, you can either spend 100 bucks on this freight or I can send it for 60 What do you want to do? And he said, oh, well, I want 60 mm-hmm. And that was right at the start of where everything shut down. And there's just been no planes to
0: Sweden that whole time. So, That's
2: crazy. Yeah, it's fucking shit house. But DHL is awesome. But.
0: I've bought a couple of things. One um, drum pad for my electric kit off eBay, I think. And that took two weeks when it really would have taken about four days before Yeah. and another one was a set of pickups I bought and that took I reckon just over a week to come in mm. Australia Post
2: yeah they've been struggling big yeah. time yeah so
0: and I didn't expect it to turn up I thought it'd be more like two weeks for yeah. both of those but even letters like in the mail you see things people's birthday and like the card comes in a few days late and um, yeah. yeah hard to predict so have you learned heaps more about but like, did you ever think you'd have a DHL account? Nope, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird, hey.
2: Yeah, well, when I, oh, I had the local post office right just down the corner from me, and there was an old couple that used to run it, and they were champs. Like they would help me out with all sort of all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, giving me international uh, packing slips Hello. and stuff like that. Come hey. in. No,
0: yeah. yeah. oh, you're good. Oh, I am. Yeah. yeah. Do you need time
2: out? Uh, no, I'm gonna go just. Uh, Beef nachos, thanks.
1: Can I please get the beef cheeks?
0: What? I'll oh, have the beef cheeks ravioli, please. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. No worries. Thank you. I'll grab those. Do you need our cards as well? Sorry. Kevin, yeah. you need to fill yours out. Oh, you've got another one. Yep. Stamina. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you
1: you. Sweet, that was easy Um, (laughs) This is the the first ever podcast recorded in the Mundaring Hotel I'm sure Mid-meal Mid-meal
2: I still reckon. I still reckon they think we're going to review. So the people are looking at me funny now. Why do I have
0: to be facing? the... Uh, I'm sorry, but I, I'm, I'm glad got I'm it looking away as well. People, <laughs> I think. I think we're getting a photo taken of us as well at this very time. Well, is we could that? be um,
2: creepy,
1: semi-sort of celebrities like restaurant reviewers. I think that's they probably what the vibe is. Pretend like, when uh, they <laughs> come closer and when they arrive closer to us. We're just <laughs> Start commenting on the food into that, the microphones. Yeah, that yeah, has yeah, happened yeah.
0: though in other countries and stuff where they just see us with like a guitar case and yep. come up and start getting photos and signing things. Oh, and really? Yeah, they had no idea who we are at all.
2: Posted to the local Facebook group. So can you identify this uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. semi-famous musician? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
0: what's the skinny on the um, Darlington Lesser Town Hall or the the smaller part of it anyway? The Darlington Lesser Town Hall. Oh, you know, you know the town hall in Darlington? Remember, I did a gig there and took a photo and said, Oh, yeah, that's right. Have you been there? No, I haven't. No, I am super interested to hire it out and give it a whirl because we've got, we were just talking on the way up, like six different little projects between like a group of four of us pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So I might start just like dotting myself around and trying out all these different places.
2: Well, I know there's plenty of places like that up here because years ago we were talking about i think one of the parkerville yeah that's right yeah because i did a recording of the parkerville uh town hall and that was wild but that was almost too big yeah um yeah and the guy i didn't organize the booking of it though but the guy, the muso the band i was recording they sort of sorted that out so Mm. um so it must be easy enough i guess
0: i actually thought during the isolation And I did run this by, that, like, maybe places like this that had to shut their doors, I could just sling them 100 bucks and say, can I come in here and record? Yeah. But um, you were saying that there was, like,
1: mandated closures of hiring places. Yeah, as a council worker, I can comment on my council, which was (laughs) uh, all the buildings that you can normally hire are just fully shut to the public regardless of how many people or what you're doing in there or anything. Changing now over the next couple of weeks, but... um,
0: well, yeah, I guess but they'll be of eager of,
1: to get people back in, yeah. book things for really cheap, yeah. twenty or less dollars an hour for some mad old places, mm. halls. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess the traditionally people would be booking in for events, you know, yeah, where yeah. or you know your local sewing club or, or whatever gets together Dance club. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. boot scooting Chess that sort club. of thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, f- I felt the proximity to houses was pretty good up there. Whereas yeah. with Parkerville, when I tried to book, they go, oh, what are you doing there? If you get one noise complaint, we're going to kick you out. And yeah, I'm right, like, right. Oh.
2: Yeah, so the, yeah, so you did actually speak to them. Yeah, yeah you yeah. tried. Yeah, yeah, right. Because
0: it's obscenely cheap to hire yeah, I know. something like that. Yeah, Yeah, it's <laughs> bizarre, isn't it? But I'd be interested to see what's around in the city of Netherlands. Like, I don't know, halls, cool old halls and stuff. Yeah,
1: I know some, yeah, a couple of really awesome halls. Easy to book and... Um, yeah, really old places with hell character to them. Don't know what the acoustics would be like, but yeah, don't know. Some of the floorboards on them are like 50 years old, probably. Just bring a rug and
0: that'd be fine. You've recorded in a lot of weird places, though. Do you think acoustics is not a myth, but uh, well, it's just part place... and parcel, right? Yeah,
2: if the place is big enough and the walls are far enough away from you, you'll get sort of like... You'll hear a lot of reverby echoes and stuff, but you won't necessarily, if you're micing close, you're not necessarily going to get too much of that. Prime example I had was um, I did recording for the painkillers, and it was in the. um, Oh, what's it called? It's called Frio Social now.
0: Oh, yeah. Fly by Night. Yeah, the old Fly by Night, right? But it was before they renovated for the Frio Social. That's a huge room. In that main room?
2: Yeah, in that main room. Wow. But. They'd, they were going through and they were in the halfway through and it had been delayed for whatever reason. Um, they were going through and removing all of the bad floorboards and stuff, mm. right? So this you can imagine with that massive space, mm. it had holes all over it with like red tape and shit like that and we were sort of weaving through it and we found a big enough space, probably about <laughs> as big as this area here. So I don't know, what's that? Five by five. And um, I guess we set up in there for a band called The Painkillers and recorded it in this massive, massive room. But there was two guitars doing live vocals as well, bass and drums, and so I've only got 16 inputs, so mm. I think I put one or two room mics up, but at the end of the day, it was sort of more, a bit more push sort of rock stuff, so I didn't use any of those room mics, and the space was so big that it's almost room sound didn't play a part in it too much at all, and it actually came out mm. fairly dry, I think, so.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it's funny how that works. Did you get, with live vocals in the room, did that open mic, obviously when they're singing close, yeah. th- the noise floor would be pretty low-ish, <coughs> yep. but would that sort of bind it a little bit? Yeah, it
2: did a little bit, but it also provided a bit, Um, made it a little murky as well, yeah, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, it was hard. I think in the end, Josh may have redone a couple of songs too. Like, he kept a couple that sounded all right, but I think some of the more wordy sort of faster songs he ended up redoing because it was yeah. a, bit, a bit too blurry, but...
0: Yeah, we've got this idea um, which we've talked about on podcasts that probably haven't been released yet. Um, <laughs> You've got a couple more. Yeah, so I know it's the last I batch you out. I think there's like out, three though. more. Yeah. I can't wait till
1: the next six come out in one day. <laughs> yeah, I finally finished this three-month stint doing this really
0: full-on job. Yeah. And, yeah, right. um, like you know, getting... Knocking off at like anywhere between sort of 6 and 7. Yeah, and finishing. Work, yeah, working from home. The hours are so blurred and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But even back in the office, I've been finishing up just before 6 and getting home for, yeah, 7-ish. Sure, yeah. Um, but prior to ISO, we were doing the jamming and i just throw up – bring my quartet, which had four inputs, Yep. throw up four random mics. And I think how we're going to do it, the last one we did was set the drums up in just one of the small vision rooms mm. and have – Two cabs either side of the kick drum. Yep. In the same way that I think, uh, I don't know, a lot of the old school Beatles and all this crap were doing. Yeah. Trying stuff like that out, and um, yeah, putting up room mics, but actually only tracking the drums. Ah. So okay. doing live playthrough of guitar to get bleed in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to yep. experiment. What's the effect of bleed? Yeah. Okay. But then reamp or de- how they let these guys record the guitars. Yep. F- let them figure that out. Use that performance, though, or...? or Only for the drums. Yeah, so, yeah, try yeah. and do it in minimal takes as yep. possible. So, I think with a lot... Because we've been jamming so much, I think we can get through them without stuffing things up. And yep. so, I reckon two, three takes maximum for each song and then just do big chunk edits like mm. an old yeah. know, flip in a verse if the drums were better then yep. or something.
1: Um, yeah, yeah we and then retrack quiet, everything after um, Throwing around the idea of keeping those live guitar tracks as well, possibly if could make yeah. good enough.
0: I had this wild sort of track list going, using wire cables to, yeah, you know, multi mic um, each guitar amp, yep, with a Y cable, and then run it all into a mixer, yep, and so have like a like subgroup the toms onto to like do some real yeah, risky yeah. sort of
2: stuff, but permanent like sort of risky permanent sort of edits yeah. that you can't, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: because we were like jamming so much that I thought. Yeah, this is the time. time to do it. Yeah. And if it just gives it an interesting
1: character, then. Was that Harvest Trail? Yeah. yeah. And, and so it l- did, even from that one little quick test. Sounded real sick.
0: Yeah, I, sh- I think we're supposed to tack on a few of those recordings to the Podgers, so I'll, I'll dig them <laughs> up and put them on. But one of them's three mics. Yeah, it's okay. like a kick snare. Oh, no, it's four. Kick snare and then stereo room. Mm hmm. I don't know, I thought it sounded a bit murky But you and Ian were like, this is perfect yeah.
1: So I- in a real situation, yes. I think we could get it to work Yeah, yeah, yeah um, Me and Ian are big on trying out I don't know if you've listened to Decade of Aggression by Slayer That yes. live album And it's like the, the left and right guitar are like fully panned yep. either side yep, So yep. we're going to try that style of yeah, okay. thrashy recording Yep. With a bit of bit centred And um, solos and stuff centred And yeah. we'll just do rhythm either way oh, I like that I like that sort of thing. Um, well, didn't... I'm trying to think of when we recorded Ale Tales with you. Yeah. Because you used to do a lot of those live recordings where you'd record the drums and guitar and stuff at the same time, right? Yeah, you because could look had, at each other through the room windows. Yeah, it's
2: a two separate rooms, drums yeah, one side. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was good, the way that was Did set up. Do you miss up. that place? Uh, I do when I don't. Um... <clears throat> I mean, I liked having stuff sort of set up, ready, to semi-ready to go, I guess. Yeah. So, when you do a mobile recording, you've got to pretty much start from scratch every time you rock up. But um, the studio was cool and I liked it, but it was never, I could never, the acoustics in there were okay, but they weren't fantastic. You know, it was essentially just a shitty old building that I'd divided into three separate rooms mm-hmm. <laughs> and tried my best to sort of smooth out the sound of.
1: But um, Yeah. There was some funny, funny times down there. That's for sure. Do you remember when we were recording, recording one of those songs on drums on Ale Tales with Jim in doing the snare while Brenton was playing the rest of the I kit? I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's
0: hilarious. Uh, that shit. was a yeah. big live room. That, yeah, like, it was. wasn't that probably? Is yeah, my memory the wrong.
2: at least is high. Yeah, even the length of the room.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. jeans.
1: Yes, please. Thanks. Oh, I thought you were just calling him awesome. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet cheeks. Sweet cheeks. Thanks very yeah. much. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. So, so I, I got the crunchiest thing challenge. on the menu. Anyway. I could probably do this without a knife. I think you could.
0: And I think you win as well. That looks real good. Perfect. I mean, out of the cheek race here. <laughs> I had a ridiculously big breakfast with mm. Jim just before. What was it? Oh, sausages, bacon, eggs. The moment, he yeah, yeah. Do you know. Uh, how would you know? I guess he came back just before isolation to do some work, oh, and right. obviously, yeah, got stuck here. Can't go back. And I he think he, here, yeah. Now. Yeah. I think he's not going to go back. Was oh, that right? Yeah. So anyway,
2: I have so many questions. But yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> anyway, so he's around. He came over last night. Um, yeah. Had a ridiculously oversized breakfast. So this is about the size of a meal. I'm happy yeah. to eat right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When they're in massive bowls, they always look kind of small, but there's probably a lot in there, Fairly especially decent, with sir. the ravioli, yeah. Yeah. So.
2: yeah, I've actually... One of the mixing jobs I've had over the last couple of months was with a guy called Vic. He's this Greek-Australian dude who flew over to... He lives in Ireland. He flew over to Australia to, to record some of his songs with his brother and um, he went to 2D for studios. I think he put down four songs and then I was going to do the mixing of the songs. And then here, he was in the same situation. He got trapped. He's trapped here. like uh, He can't go back to Ireland. And um, yeah, he's been having a bit of a fight with his company to convince them to get him to work from here, which is weird because like, as far as I know, it's a computer-based sort of business that he's in. Um, but yeah, it's weird how you can get, sort of get trapped. Yeah, you know, Trapped I know. by this situation, isn't it? Just that the idea that you just can't travel anywhere is weird. Even
0: regionally, that was the weird yeah, thing. Yeah, that's right. So you
2: you would have had to go through a well, Cundin. was a checkpoint place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's made it very difficult to do anything because we even had a gig in Bremer Bay this month that we're supposed Mm. to do. That's got pushed back to July now. Oh wow, this is good. Because we can obviously go through the border, but the
1: restrictions are too yeah low for the number of people expected. So yeah, yeah. And even still, like even if gigs did start up again, you'd. I guess people have to stand apart in the crowd however that's meant to work yeah that's weird but <laughs> I guess at sure. metal gigs doesn't really matter people just stand with their arms crossed <laughs> yeah. away well, from everyone else anyway but yeah.
2: you go down to um, Midland Shopping Centre and it's like social distancing never happens so oh yeah even during yeah yeah so the craggy IGA same, same. <laughs> yeah mm.
0: So, what's next on the roadmap for... Is there a roadmap for Dr. Alien Smith gear? Uh,
2: as in ge- oh, gear? Or just... Yeah, like... Yeah. Well, a couple of things. I, I don't know. Um, it's funny. It's just been, it's been a nice sort of steady... It's as much about brand awareness as anything else, mm-hmm. you know. And it's funny when you look at the sort of people that buy my stuff... Like last, on Friday, I think I had um, someone buy two dirt mics from America. But the person who ordered it was a certain name and then that it was being delivered to somebody else. So I Googled him, and it was a singer of the Goo Goo Dolls. You know, no, the what? And the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. yeah. And he was buying two mics <laughs> and he was getting it sent to his sound engineer's studio. So
0: That's so crazy. Yeah,
2: that's crazy, yeah. No? And then um, oh, last year I had um, the guitarist from AHA.
0: I don't know I think I've seen the R uh, dash ha Yeah you know that song Take On Me? Oh yeah 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 <laughs> That's who sings that song Yeah Obviously not Real Big Fish then No it wasn't Real Big Fish
2: no. <laughs> I only know about him Because my sister in the 80s She had their two albums like, She was a massive fan Oh right And um Swedish band But anyway that, He bought A sub kick and a dirt mic And got it sent to Sweden Mm-hmm. Then he bought a subkick and a dirt mic and got it sent to New York. So the guy lives in two cities, mm. and he's stocking his studio with wow the same stuff.
1: That That's, is cool. Hey. Do you know how he came across your stuff? That was
2: because of the tape op review. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Once that came in, I got a lot of um, interest. A lot, yeah, a lot of interest, but also a lot of googable names. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, okay. Like um, Grammy award-winning engineers, you know, things like that. People who work with wow. Taylor Swift and that sort of stuff. That's and I was getting wild. those orders before the magazine came out, so I worked out that magazines like that obviously have an industry list, and a week or two weeks before their mags come out, they send them out to everybody, you know, who's yeah. part of the industry list, you know, that they probably don't pay for the mag or whatever. So I was getting orders before the issue came out, mm. and I was, couldn't work out why, but I think that's supposed more than what it
1: was. Crazy. Mm. Well, we have pay. you made any, like, random online friends since you've started doing the physical... Stuff products, um, yes.
2: Uh, Lidge, <laughs> me mate Lidge. Oh, yeah. A <laughs> introduction from Ash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's um, he loves your stuff. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a top guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a funny dude, but yeah, a few people like that, I guess. Yeah, um, there's a Russian dude called Serge, uh, who's He's bought two sub kicks from me, but each one has gone to a different place. I think what he's doing is he's putting my subkick on his list of products, like as sort of like an unofficial distributor. Yeah, so every right. time he sells one, I send it over, uh, and it goes, but it goes to a different address in a totally different part of Russia.
0: So it's like grey market almost. Yeah. yeah. Right. He tried right.
2: to get. He tried wants to buy another one. At the moment, he got in touch with me yesterday, but with Australia Post being a bit, sh- he
1: doesn't want DHL to deliver for whatever reason. But mm-hmm. um.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure we can do it this time.
1: Don't Have you know. ever thought about doing like affiliate based stuff? Like if um someone sends someone to your page to buy some shit they get five percent or something? Yeah. I haven't, but it's something I probably should do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just like, spilling I mean, people this. people are
1: just advertising it for free anyway. Yeah, yeah, good, that's right. Yeah.
2: That'd be good. But um as as in product wise, um, I've got a couple of things I've been thinking about, but one, one thing I was going to talk to you about. Have you ever heard of a, um, a timpani floor tom?
0: I'll just go with no, but I can see why that's a thing.
3: Mm.
2: In the 80s, Yamaha put out this floor tom, right? Mm-hmm. It had a pedal on the ground, and it had this elaborate sort of cabling system up through it that came out through the top lugs. And every time you push down on the pedal, the skin titans so you can play it like a timpani
0: Oh, so,
2: so like, you know like the pitch yeah, changes as yeah. so you can play it and um, they're worth a lot of money these days but they only made like 50 of them or something like that mm-hmm. and I was thinking about um, what if you had a four tom with a pedal with the way you have you have your legs in that because that's not really something you can easily sort of switch over to that pedal and sort of change the pitch doing I wouldn't a roll think or anything, so. would you? Because that's no. your kick drum foot for a start. Yeah,
0: unless you did it with your left foot. Because yeah. there's a lot of cabling that goes on with like people using those cross hats and stuff. Yeah, yep. so yeah, so you'd have
2: to set up a system where... Because I was thinking, what if you could set up a, um, a system, like some sort of system on the, that's not inside the drum, but you could sort of...
0: I, yeah, yeah, beautiful,
2: head. thank you. You could retrofit to any tom? Yeah, okay. Any floor tom? But then if you had to do an elaborate cable system to put the pedal over the other mm. side of the kit, then that might be a bit of a palaver.
0: Yeah, like... I'm aware that you need to eat food. Do we need to cut this to allow us to eat? Yeah. I'm all right. We're good? All right. I've got the one hand. I'm thinking those... I've never looked into them, but I imagine that those cables are just like handbrakes on a bicycle. Mm. So... Th- would it literally just be like a um, a cable running through, and then as you put it down, it just tight pulls on it or something? Yeah. So that doesn't that doesn't seem too elaborate. It's just that you'd need to get a pedal that is sort of yeah. fitted to do that, or I don't know.
2: Yeah, because well, the way that I've seen them, another company did it as well. Some uh, Hollywood Drums company made one as well. But these are very obscure things that never really took off. Mm. But um, but they're all inside the drum. And I was thinking, yeah, I guess you could yeah. make floor toms with them inside, but you'd almost be better off trying to have a system where you could have it just sort of take the rims off, put new rims on and have some sort of hoop around the middle that everything mm. sort of, I don't know. But yeah, my, my big thing I was thinking of, and mm. I wasn't sure, was just the having the pedal on the right like that for the floor tom would be pretty useless. You'd have to...
0: Yeah, it'd have it to be on the left. Yeah, it'd have to be on the left, sure. Yeah, so. and I think that if, you're, if it's on the right, it would need to be cabled anyway. Yeah. So then, it would just need to be a longer cable to be on the left, I imagine. But yeah, I'll have to look into that and see how it even works, because yeah, yeah it would I would imagine it would like pull down, yeah, on the rim evenly. I guess yeah, that's right. It'd have yeah. to pull
2: down the rim evenly. So
0: yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one, which mm. actually reminds me. Um, I saw after I had made a little demo video of the dirt yeah. box yeah, or whatever, that was awesome. and then like the day after. Brody Simpson does one and it sounded so cool. God, it sounded so good. So I went down this rabbit hole. From your look, video? Yeah. No, 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 okay. no, no. Just purely coincidental. Like, it was like a week, within the week yeah, after. Yeah, I sent
2: Brody one, a dirt box just to see what he think of it. Because when I first made the sub kick, I, I gave him one as well just to check out.
0: I didn't know he had such a following on Instagram.
2: Yeah. Fucking 35,000 people, man.
0: Yeah, do uh, you know that? No, I don't now. He's
2: one of... Instagram drumming superstars Wow Yeah
0: I
1: had no clue What does he put on there? Just cool little video snippets or
2: something He basically Well he does a lot of Well he's doing a lot At the moment he's doing a lot of remote sessions I think he does some session style drums for people He does like online Skype lessons And that sort of thing So But yeah he just puts up He's been sponsored by this Drum kit company as well That kit he's got is something that was sent to him Crazy kit He just plays beats right? A certain beat, like maybe it's a 20-second or 30-second loop, but every single time, it's practically the same kit that just sounds so different. Yeah. And he's and you listen to him play, he's even... Um, the way he uses the kick drum, like he'll play a beat and the kick drum for three beats will sound one way, then all of a sudden it sounds different and then it's back again. It's because he's just adjusting the pressure of how he's kicking, you know. So he's such it's a good drummer. It's crazy stuff. Yeah, it's so intricately done. But because of that, he just puts up videos like that and people just... Wow. Love them. So.
0: Can you wiggle that track pad and see if it's still... Oh, yeah, we're good. That's what made me think about it with the timpani is that I watched him doing all that modulation with his kick. And yeah. what he's doing is like I would typically, or a lot of people would, when you're playing heel up on a drum, you'd bury the beater. So after every hit, the beater stays on the skin. Yes. So it's like short and punchier. I don't think that's why people do it. I think that that's just the natural... Inclination when you're playing with your heel up When you're playing heel down though So your foot, it's naturally Because the front of your foot wants to just relax It it comes up with the foot pedal, pedal With the um, spring tension So I think what he's doing is for three beats He's playing heel up And then yes. one beat he plays heel down That's right And it's going like dug, 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 And the pitch and the length of the note changes To be like a yeah. 808 or something
2: That's right because yeah, he was playing one beat This fascinated me because you really got to check it out with headphones But yeah, with something like that It was like Do, do,
0: do Yeah Do, do, do
2: And, and then you, obviously you just watch him play And he's You can't see that he's making any changes But you listen to it And go, How the hell is he doing that? But yeah, I think It's obviously just kick pedal technique like that Yeah,
0: for sure And it's like The crazier thing is He's not playing simple beats No So ostensibly they're simple They kind of sound four on the floor Like hip-hop-ish Or something like that But it's really intricate hi-hat work and off the charts tight like off the charts tight and he's doing all these like just little tasty fills and it's like um, mixing in what would be like a traditional fill with um, what would be called linear drumming so like um, you know it w- you wouldn't play two things at the same time so this guy Aaron I think his name's Aaron Spears is like an R&B drummer does a lot of that stuff where his fills are like kick, snare, kick, tom-tom, kick, kick, floor-tom and then back to just a normal groove. So he like effortlessly switches between all these styles um, and then he's doing this modulation on top. It's insanity.
1: Is Brody in any other projects or anything at the moment? He was doing it
0: for Stora. I don't know if he still is. But he's always been an excellent drummer like he was one of the better drummers when we had our little new metal scene back in the day and then he obviously started up his studio underground studio underground underground studio in which we did desolate plains in and um or the drums at least and so i think that's he's just using that space getting way better at recording it with everything he does
2: yeah and yeah well that's the thing like his drum sounds are phenomenal oh and you can imagine them um And, you know, you get so many comments on his posts and a lot of people, I always see a reoccurring one is just saying, wow, man, what an amazing beat and it loops. You know, so how many people out there are sort of using those loops and putting (laughs) them in songs, you know what I mean? Like just taking audio out of the phone or whatever. But the reason I got in touch with Brody is because he did one where he had, um, it was a distorted sort of vibe, like he was using plugins, so... And he created this sort of big heavy beat that was quite distorted. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, I should send him a dirt box and see if he gets into that, if he's sort of, you know, using plugins rather than a... So, yeah, so he used it on two beats, I think. Um, One was on like a room mic and um, it sounded massive and he had the drums tuned really low for that one. It was crazy, big doomy sort of sound.
0: Yeah, and it's got these like raw steel... Yeah. Whole kit. It must be so heavy, the no. shells.
2: Yeah, I can't remember what the company is, but.
0: Yeah, and I think it's like ANF drums or something mm. like that. But yeah, I went down a real rabbit hole and was like, oh my God, he's going to NAM every year and stuff. and
2: Yeah, that's right. And, but he's meeting up with all these people as well. Like.
0: Yeah, it's insanity. Because yeah. he utterly shreds on the kit. Like, he shreds, but he's just into this grooves thing. Yeah. And what he's doing that I thought was really cool is like sticking chains on the ride symbol to make it sound like that dodgy '80s synth um, drum machine sort of sounds. And he's, I think, effectively getting these '80s tones, but all acoustically, yeah, that's which right. is really super cool. Yeah, it's cool. amazing. Yeah, so good. Because I do remember um, at the time we hired the studio, I saw he had this. He's had this little thing started up with his selling drum beats and. Collaborating and all this kind of stuff. But yes, yeah, seems since I last looked, it's just gone gangbusters and. Yeah, pretty interesting stuff.
1: I barely go on Instagram anymore. I don't really know what's out there, but mm. I guess musicians. You're more a TikTok guy now? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TikTok, eh? I did, have been trying Twitch out a bit, which is probably on one of oh, the yeah. upcoming podcasts that hasn't been released. Mm. Yep. Um, yeah, I haven't I delved into Twitch cool, yet. But that should. It's kind of. Yeah, I didn't really quite realise what it was but um, I stumbled across yeah, a few heavy musos and stuff doing things the main okay. one being the guy from Trivium Right. Does started doing just his rehearsals and stuff live streaming it and people would comment as he's, as he's playing and stuff and then he'd stop a song and then read and talk to the people that are tuning in they might ask him to play a song or something and then he would just play it but he's got his backing track going on where it, it just sounds like the full Trivium song and he's doing vocals and playing guitar um, and then it's yeah it's turned into a whole thing I think he does it like every single day and just gets thousands of people tuning in yeah, it's Do great. you tip yeah. on Twitch or yeah something. you can tip the way it depends how you like you can set up your channel in all these different ways of yeah customizing it and stuff um, but essentially you just go to like whatever category you want to do on there so if you want to watch people gaming or if you want to watch people playing music or you want to watch DJs or whatever and then it just brings up whatever's on like a TV guide whoever's live streaming at that time
2: is um, it an app or is it more uh, like do you have to use your PC for it or you can use it on your phone? You what? can use
1: it on your phone, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, but PC is better because um, people use what was that thing I was talking about? Uh, Streamlabs? Streamlabs and stuff like that where they um, you kind of link your Twitch account to your PC recording tool, whatever it is. Oh, uh, so if you're actually, actually creating the content. If you're a creator? Yeah, yeah you can do it on your mobile as well just you obviously <laughs> but lose as a viewer, sound quality as a viewer whatever yeah whatever yeah can, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I guess on that note your demos that you've done are fucking awesome I reckon like I love <laughs> I don't know they just sound so super cool and crunchy and lo-fi and I don't know how long do they take to put together
2: are you talking about the ones like I do for when I do a custom dirt mic or something like that? Or?
0: Oh, when you do like a, the ones when you oh, have the yeah. tiles come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like five different parts and you kind of turn yeah. them on and off kind of thing.
2: Yeah, different things, yeah. Um, yeah, no, they're pretty good actually. I mean, I'd, I don't write any of my own or perform any of my own music anymore and they're like the only times I oh. ever get to do that. So Yeah. So if I... Most of the time I don't even sit down to sort of start something like that necessarily. Might just be testing a mic out or something on a new application. Mm-hmm. And then because I'm pretty rough at every single instrument there is, <laughs> um, after I spend an hour editing something together and it sounds alright, I go, oh well, this might be alright. Mm. Try and add some bass to it or whatever as well. So, yeah. But, yeah, they're good fun doing those.
0: They sound awesome. and I would love to do more stuff like that just to um, try out all the gear I've got. Yeah, In yeah. the house. Yep. And um, I don't know, it's funny how simple you can actually... Mm. Like my, I see like an Audix i5 or something just here in your picture and I imagine that's running through a dirt uh, box and then that's this cool sound.
2: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I did acoustic guitar on one of them. With Yeah, exactly that. I think it was an i5 into the dirt box and it sounded surprisingly good because the acoustic guitar I was using... It's like an eighty-dollar shitbox from yeah. the '90s that I've never restrung. You know, like a terribly uh, sound, terribly bad sounding guitar. Yeah, and you and can obviously you I can't can play, tell
0: yeah. that I reckon. Like mm. it's it sounds dull. Yeah. And a bit boxy. Yeah. So like st- it sounds stiff. Yeah. But that in itself is cool because I'm used to always just hearing lush mm. everything. So I don't know. I think. I think well, that, I'm going to get into lo-fi a bit.
2: <laughs> well, it's more about character character sounds and stuff that's maybe a little bit different, but that fits in in a certain way. So Yeah, yeah. Like, you wouldn't... Sometimes you just need to find something that doesn't sound like normal. Like, if you've got a pretty full mix and you're going you're gonna to try and put, like, a lead on or, or something else, and you almost need to record it in a, a way that doesn't sound like it makes any sense in order for it to have its own space in a mix, I guess, mm. and that's why I like mucking around with things like that, so, um,
0: yeah, but it's cool, character it, recording. It did make me start going and looking through your band camp and listening to your old tunes and yeah. stuff like that, because, I don't know, like when I got into music, I was doing a lot of simple stuff and I was all dirty and cassettes and loops and all this kind of stuff and I thought god I never do that anymore now I just sit down and program beats and like lit- as if it's a real drummer and I'm just I think my setup just forces me down this songwriting particular road so um, I don't know I might try and break out of that somehow do something a bit different so yeah thanks for the inspiration Now,
2: Pick up a triangle every now and again.
0: I know that sounds crazy that thing was it a triangle that you are hitting through the dirt mic? What, you were hitting something. What were you hitting? piece of metal or something?
2: Yeah, because I did a sound design style video for to show that the... Because the funny thing about the dirt mic is that, and that circuit, is it's, it's quite distorted, but there's no real noise that gets put up yeah, because I've yeah. got a transformer balancing the output, which sort of keeps all of the buzzes and hums out of things, so Mm -hmm. you can really crank the distortion. There's no, like, hiss and that sort of stuff. So I was basically doing a video to demonstrate that you could crank the gain up, and I think I was recording tearing paper and smashing metal and a few things like that, just so you can hear interesting sort of overdriven sound, but for sound designers, you're not getting any bad sort of stuff that you have to take out later on, so yeah, Yeah, I think that was our Yeah, it is
0: remarkably clean, because doing those guitar demos, it was... Mm. At certain times, I thought I had the volume knob down and then I'd play it and there would, there would be up. sound. Yeah yeah, 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 it's pretty crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I was actually super impressed with like the... Obviously, the low, stonery, rocky stuff sounds cool. Yep. But just from like a high gain metal point of view, like boosting it with the Tube Screamer, I was like, this is usable. I'll probably... Yeah. I'll, it'll fit in probably Farthing Meal. Like it'll mm. fit in somewhere mm. as like a main rhythm sound I reckon.
2: Yeah well the way you've used it is not in, in a way that I ever expected anyone to use it. So when you first told me you were doing that I was going I couldn't really work out how you were using it. Yeah like, I was going, what's that? how's that set up? But then when you did that video and I sort of worked it out. I thought, Well wow, there's a whole different side that I hadn't really
0: Yeah thought about so Yeah I just thought like reamping.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well that's the thing, reamping's a big part
0: of Because I'm in such a noisy environment. Like, I'm pretty close to Fitzgerald Street. There's construction going across the other side of the road from me all day. In the the house, just when I'm doing a a podge, you can hear fucking everything that's happening in the house. So, if I stick gain on that, it's just going to be out of control. So, I'm still stuck in this kind of bubble of needing to do things silently. And the dirt box for me, I was like, oh, awesome. Now, I can actually pull circuit away from the mic and just yeah repurpose it for other things so I've tried I know I sent you something ages ago just I just put in every track in an entire song through it and if it wasn't an actual song that I will record and release soon I would actually have released that already as like a demo video but it's easy to do those Mm -hmm. demos took me 30 minutes to do so the hardest bit is just writing a bit of music to Yeah, yeah, yeah you know so you can out. Yeah. That.
2: Well, that's what half the reason why I find it tricky. I want to do a <clears throat> uh, video for um reamping snare with the sub kick. Oh yeah. The sub kick is a speaker, right? So yeah, you just turn yeah. it upside down and put it on a snare because lots of people seem to I've never done it but reamped snares. You know to get that mm. I guess they're trying to get the the springs in the sound out more like maybe if they've just recorded the top skin like a, anyway. Are they
0: half picking up the snare that's coming out of the speaker as well, right?
2: No, I don't think so. I think they use the speaker as a, a substitute for hitting it, hitting yeah. the snare. <laughs> but just to hmm. and then record the, because the snare is going to sort of vibrate almost with the snare coming out. Yeah, of the speaker, and then they're just remiking it to get it a bit more three D. I think. But, so then
0: you're saying use the sub kick as a speaker. That's yeah. a super smart idea because I've thought about that snare idea, but a monitor is so awkward. To yeah, sit that's
2: on right. The subkick's got the hard, um, what is it? Shell. Yeah, the grill. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. One of my so I you can flip it upside down, just plug the cable in.
0: Do
2: you sit it on it there, that. or I guess yeah. you could mount it above it? We well, and try sitting it on there because yeah. But yeah, you're right. Probably mounting it above it might be smarter, but
0: oh, it's probably two things to try. That's that's yeah. a cool idea. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I just don't have a lot of. Um,
0: Oh, I've just thought of the coolest idea. (laughs) I'm going to do something in the next couple of weeks and see if it works. Okay. Is it tracking Tim's vocals? No, but that's another idea. I'm thinking, what about using it as a crazy guitar speaker and then micing that up with a dirt mic, like getting real meta with it?
2: That's the thing, yeah. If you wire it up just in a traditional way, then, yeah, it's just a speaker. So I have tried... I did try that once, but I'm not sure I, I'm not sure what I tried it on. Yeah. But yeah, essentially, it's just using it for what it was meant to be
1: used for. Yeah. Mm. The beauty of it, hey, that must be a hell trip out for you just seeing people using your item in weird fucking ways that you had no intentions of at all.
2: Yeah, it's good. Really good. It's um
1: makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get ideas as you're mixing stuff sometimes or just as you're working you're like if only this existed
2: Yeah um, I guess it tends tends to be more um, no I just sort of get random things sort of ideas pop out I guess so more about um, solutions to solve struggles
1: Yeah yeah
0: Mm. I've got an idea Mm. it just came to me and also arrived Yeah What I like about the dirt box is that it's one knob Mm. and you, you know, obviously you get some variance there, so that's right? That's what you've got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's actually quite a lot bigger than mine, but oh,
1: okay. especially the red bit. Same quantity. Same <laughs> quality. <laughs> <laughs> <But> dirty.
3: <laughs>
1: Yours goes from zero to 10 as well. Oh, can be used
0: in it a it variety of It goes from 10 to zero purposes. Purposes. real quick. <laughs> but you know like everyone uses a Tube Screamer, to well, when you're boosting an amp, you use a Tube Screamer circuit. And then they always just go, oh, yeah, well, then tone at 12 o'clock, gain zero, level 10. Mm. Let's just go with it. What about like an inline, like you have an inline pad or something, but for a guitar where it's just that circuit. But instead of having a pot on it, it's just a whatever resistor lets that through. Yep. So it does the boost thing just without. So you're like, oh, you want to clean boost that? And just chuck it in.
2: Well, you can go one step further and you can have it built into the. Guitar itself, I guess. Oh but, yeah, true. But yeah, you're right. Something like that, which would be easy because you just plug it straight in, and then your guitar lead coming out the other end. Yeah, maybe have easy. like a
0: five mil jack so you can.
2: Because I'm not sure what's. It depends on what the size of the that circuit is. Like if it's fairly.
0: That's true. Actually, yeah, they are pretty. They are pretty big. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't work. But I just think a lot of the cost in those things because it's just a standard circuit. Yeah, everyone right. repurposes it.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's been used a 100- hundred.
0: Yeah, and I mean, unless you're a blues guitarist, and this is the catch, is that blues guitarists want to use it and kick it on when they want to do a solo and have it off at other times, whereas metal guitarists, they just want it on all the time. So you go out on tour, and you'll tell me, I I don't think you like the sound of a a boosted amp anyway, but you'll say it's just another fucking thing to have on a pedal board, but if it's just something that sits on top of your amp, you know small form factor does it even matter I don't know just a thought each their own yeah and I wonder Worth if you can make that I don't know enough about electronics but I wonder if you can make something that steps that up without being active as well probably can't but yeah okay like a passive yeah imagine that mm. anyway
1: brain never stops working does it Largy I don't think it started to be honest <laughs> wow <laughs> as a 35 year old man yeah, well just I
0: all the pedals I have are boost pedals. Yeah. And they're just right. different flavors and I'm I've modded them and I've tried all these things to get better tone and then I'm like actually it pretty much has nothing to do with which pedal it is, pretty because I'm not using any gain anyway. So why the hell am I bothering and half the half of what I'm paying for is the um the the body of it. And the ability to step on it and that kind of thing. Like yeah,
2: that's a big part of the, the mechanism.
0: Of it. Yeah, yeah. So why, why am I doing that? I'm all set now and it's all good. But um, yeah, it's like it's the amp or it's the... What pissed me off is I got better tone quicker out of the dirt box than I can out of my fucking messer boogie. Mm-hmm. Like it's only one sound but mm. I couldn't believe I just plugged it in and I was like, this is pretty damn good whereas I've got to tweak the messer and fuck around with yeah, it and
2: yeah well I think that's because <clears throat> when I was mucking around because the dirt box circuit is the dirt mic circuit when I was first mucking around with that you know I had a mic and a torch you know and I had the basic circuit and everything yeah um, and I, that was just the thing that I just went oh okay like I've stumbled across what's going to work pretty well on most things so I haven't bothered to you know try different clipping modes and you know, all of those sorts of variations that a normal pedal would probably have. Mm, tone, mm. that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, I have thought about doing a, a sort of a more elaborate style thing, like mm-hmm. Dirtbox Deluxe or something. But, yeah, I think when I've worked out the the Y cable split thing, mm. I just sort of went, oh, maybe I won't bother necessarily, yeah, yeah, or I won't yeah. rush into doing it, because I found being able to use a condenser mic with it as well like that, and then... It's just opened up a lot of different options for sounds anyway. Using so you yeah. basically you're just choosing the source mic really, I guess. Yeah. As more of a sound selector.
0: Hello. I'm good, thanks, yeah. Uh,
1: I'm empty, yeah. Thanks.
0: You're still kicking along? Or no, you're I'm done? Fine, yeah,
1: really? that's huge,
0: yeah. Alright. I'll go too, thank you. Cool. Cheers. Obviously, no dessert. <laughs> do you ever do dessert at the pub? Uh,
2: well, oh, I guess. Yeah, but dinners, I suppose. I do you want that one? No, no. Sorry. Thank you
0: so much. Cool. Um, five out of five. Yeah, it was pretty good. Off tip, yeah. I would say. Good meal. Um, yeah, the ravioli was real good.
1: What about the beef cheek? Real good Gravy looked good It was good, yeah um, Pretty sweet mash As in good And uh, yeah, mixed well with the gravy Good vegetables, char-grilled Char-grilled The end yeah. Hence this is not a feed, food review podcast <laughs> uh, Cabba but, steak, um, off tit <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking though, like I like that the dirt box is simple because when I go into one of those distortion plugins on the computer, there's like too many knobs to. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I can still get cool sounds out of it, but I find it just takes me fucking ages to. Yeah, lots or of Or like I'll go back and try and tweak or yeah. do I do this and that? But when you're sort of stuck with something, I don't know. It's just easier. Mm.
2: Yeah. Well, I like things like that as well. You can pick it up and you know what it's going to sound like. Uh, <coughs> so it's like your mic collection you know what you might use them enough you know what your mic sound like you want to make a quick decision about what you're going to use for a certain thing then you're oh well i know the 58's going to work on this or mm. you know the nt1 or whatever so and i think yeah i like that about stuff i don't like things to be too complicated but, yeah
0: mm. and especially yeah going into a quick setup at yeah like you've seen me try and set up a bloody demo recording rig at jam and it i've got it down to a, with four mics pretty pretty quick But far out Like the planning and prep That goes into it And okay I'm going to do this And I'm going to do that I need these Stands and this Amount of cables Yeah yeah. Far out It's so brutal And then like one cable won't work And you just Fucking damn it So yeah That's why I like the idea Of a studio at home Yeah yeah. So half the stuff's pre-patched And Mm. Get home from work Suck cock
1: (laughs) Record drums
0: Plenty of time Plenty (laughs) of time to fit it all Put it all in. <laughs> and
1: also... And also do it all. Do we dribble out a album of the week? Yeah, I guess so. What do you got? Um Probably the one that was in the car on the way over. Winter Filleth. <laughs> kind of a... Uh, yeah, black metal with a bit of doom or something in there. Uh, I don't know anything about the history of the band. It sounds to me like it's one person studio project. I'm just assuming because... Songs sort of sound a bit um Hello? Hi. Our No, no, I'm right there. Yeah, you. I'm good, thanks. No. Nah. Oh you're good. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's
0: it's thank thank yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh another
0: round or Oh I'm um, okay. I'll stick with that one. Yeah, I'll have the same again. And okay.
1: so then 3.5. am not sure.
0: Swan? Swan. Yeah, yeah, um yeah, pint's cool. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, quite these like long structured songs that can't really picture anyone playing in the rehearsal room or anything, but maybe I'm wrong, don't know. Uh, But off tit, I would say. Good um, use of sparingly used um, clean vocals mixed in with the uh, black metal, so it's quite brooding and shit. The end. What was the name of that band? Winter Filleth. Winter uh, Filleth. 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 I think they're from England, maybe. And uh album's called The Reckoning Dawn. I've heard them a few times over the years but never really listened to it that much. But yeah, I uh, don't know how. I think Spotify kept telling me to listen to them so eventually <laughs> I gave him the time of day. And the, uh... Spotify does know me better than I know myself. Yes. Anyone That's else? Lyric.
0: What mm-hmm. do you listen to,
1: Al? Um, well, I did it's think of something
2: actually. Um, I've been listening a lot over the years to a band called The Flat Worms
3: Oh yeah, of course you have. uh, um,
2: They—it's a funny thing because they released an EP a couple of years ago uh, called "Into the Iris," which was amazing. Like, great EP, great sounds.
0: Right, thank you. I think
1: when um,
2: I think when we were doing the um,
1: little drink, (laughs) (laughs) is that a pony? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think so Good head on it <laughs> <laughs> And also A white top Yeah <clears throat> So flatworms
2: Flatworms, yeah um, I think I played your flatworm song When we were doing the um, Farthing we were recording A few years ago Yeah, it rings
0: a bell Yeah, but A few years ago That's That is Got a stop, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Yeah,
2: when is that coming out, Ash? Yeah I've got a plan <clears throat> Good Um, Time is kicking along, eh? Well, Into the Iris is the the EP I'm talking about. So it's one of my favourite releases. It was a couple of years. But they just released a new album called... um, I think it's called Antarctica. And I got very excited because it was recorded at Steve Albini Studios with Ah, Steve Albini. Okay. But um, I listened to it and it was just flat as a pancake compared to the old stuff. Yeah, like the the songs seem okay, but I can't really get into it because... (laughs) They have this... I don't don't really know how to describe them, but I guess they're like a noisy rock, sort of a noise scuzz sort of rock band. Mm. Um, And they had... Into the Iris had a lot of great sounds, guitar sounds and stuff going, some weird vocal panning and stuff, and it was Mm. really interesting. The songs had a lot of dynamics, but they've obviously gone, oh, let's go in and record with Steve Albini, set up, get this big roomy sound, not a lot of overdubs and stuff, and they're just and so the guitar's on one side the bass is on the other drum's in the middle and there's some sort of dynamics with pedal changes and stuff like that but it seems to have flattened right off like it doesn't hasn't got that same sort of
0: energy so so do you think that is a product of them recording as a band rather than multi-tracking
2: yeah in a way and probably not being as creative like they're trying to get I guess the classic Steve Albini way to record (laughs) is to get everything sounding a certain way very live sort of sound um, and then rely on the band to sort of Bash it out and don't have too much sort of, you know, frills and overdubs and stuff kicking in. Mm. It's just that Mm. sort of stuff. But, um, yeah. So, that album isn't my album of the week. (laughs) Right. But the EP from a couple of years ago is. So, I'll find out. I couldn't see the
0: Into the Iris, but I'll look it up. It's called something else, but um, I'll double check it out. Oh, there's just a, um, there's only two albums on there American? Um, Just Flatworms, Flatworms,
1: and Flatworms, Antarctica.
2: Oh, okay. Flatworms.
1: Speaking of Antarctica, Ash, um, Ahab are doing a live stream show tonight or something? Oh, you see tonight? That? Tonight, I'm pretty sure. Wow,
0: I'll Watching it?
1: Check, uh, if I remember.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, all right, I'll look into that. Mm. I think that's... Oh, yeah. So typical bloody Apple music not showing that. Oh, yeah. So sure. I'll have to look it up on Bandcamp <laughs> or something. But, um, yeah, I think about that stuff... Lately, the way I've been writing, because you know, we track that Fathering stuff. Yeah. I played it all through him, you know, in the studio, in the room. Yep. So now I'm like writing as if I'm going to do that. Okay. Whereas when I originally wrote those songs, I didn't yes. write like that. Yes. So I think the rhythm stuff maybe gets a bit caged in if you're writing it to be locked into that style. I don't know. It's a, it's a little bit of a psychological thing. Yeah. And um, it's all good, I reckon, for the basis of something to be like done that way but yep. then if you're doing the entire recording that way then I don't know maybe half the overdubs on this EP were done at home at two yeah. in the morning when he's Could had be. a few beers or something Yeah, and you might be a bit embarrassed messing around in front of Steve like that <laughs>
2: yeah that's right I don't know. yeah it was funny because I don't even know anything about how that EP was recorded yeah but I just know it's just it's got this wow sort of lots of energy and yeah. dirty sort of energy as well like just yeah, it's really, really cool but it's not overly heavy mm. but it's sort of, yeah, got a good vibe sort of sound to it and the songs all have variations and stuff but I guess as in listening to that other album yeah, it was just very, very flat mm. which is a bit of a shame. But. Yeah,
0: and that's probably yeah, the difference between like Metallica Black Album where you, they can just rich enough and that's in the day where you can just live in a studio for a yep. year yep. and or Pink Floyd or something crazy like that whereas now like... If *Claim of Throne went and recorded with Steve Albini, we'd have to be, like, all tight, all good. Yeah. Go in, get out within, like, a week if we... Or whatever, a few days if we could. And then that would be it. We'd have done the mix and walked away with it. It's a bit...
2: Yeah. It's horses for courses, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. he records in a certain way. You um, might record in a certain way, like you say, like doing the drums first or whatever and then overdumbing and stuff. But it, And a lot of those sort of situations are sort of forced on you, so you just... Do the best with what you've got You know You don't have the budget To go in and do You know Months in the studio At a time Or anything like that So Yeah So instead you spend A year at home Doing overdubs Sort of Going down many rabbit holes I guess Going that way as well Yeah
0: Yeah Yeah
2: But I mean I've There's a few albums That I really love That Steve Albini's recorded You know Um there's a Weed Eater album that's just immense. Sounds amazing. Um, weed
0: Eater. Weed Eater, yeah. I've, heard, I've never listened yeah, to I've that listened to before. I've listened to that movie, They're really
2: good. Yeah, there's an album they've got called, um, I think it's God Luck and Good Speed, <laughs> so, which is the most awesome album title, I reckon.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right there.
2: Yeah. That's a Steve Albini album. And that, while I probably don't enjoy that album as much, I mean, purely sound-wise, I think that works for a band like that. Very sludgy, mm. slow not a lot of dynamics, anyway. It's just more bludgeoning sort of sound. So,
0: yeah, it's interesting, yeah. hey. Yeah, so to cover off on my farming wheel plans, we've been held up for forever by this idea of oh, I'm I'm doing the art, and we're going to get together and do this, and we've just never done it. Um, but I had this idea coming back from Cunderdon yesterday, mm. and I'm just going to look. I can't draw, but I can put stuff together, so I'm going to put stuff together and take a photo of it, and I. Just clicked yesterday what that idea would be. And so now I just need to, to do that, but that's going to be easy and it's going to look weird and then do a logo. So as soon as that's done, I'm just going to band camp it. No, best. Because we've got another fucking EP written. Yes. Um, well, a farthing wheel? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like oh. the vocal's not done, but, you know, yeah. that can happen whenever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the songs were put together before Tom Thumb took over that part yes. of the split. So that's been done since... December or, oh, yeah, or even November. We
1: give you one of those CDs? The Tom Thumb one? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so, but... Do you have one in the car? I might do, yeah. I think so. Oh, so you pressed the It's got Al's name on it. Oh, yeah, we you. didn't, but someone did and oh, okay, right. we ended up with it. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I love that recording. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah. No, I really enjoyed It came that. out better than we could ever have dreamed, I think, that one. <laughs>
2: it's funny how it works like
0: that sometimes, yeah. just to... It was like two weeks to get that together I right? should say
1: that I don't know how many likes there are on the Facebook page I obviously do nothing Four. on there But nah every, uh, uh, Several More really? than that Yeah 47 40 day probably Come off it Yeah And come Smash out of the closet through, I think And the band camp gets quite a lot of streams and stuff
2: mm. Yeah wow
0: um, But yeah my album of the week is actually The Melvin's Stoner Witch
2: Oh okay Yeah yeah
0: I was up this way last week Buying a pickup off um, Gumtree Okay and I went with Tim, and he put it on, and it's a. Uh, I I was like, this is either an Albini or a I thought like a Joe barisi or something, but it's that guy Garth, googo Garth oh, Richardson yeah, okay and um what year is that uh good question ninety four or six something yeah. around there
2: ninety four yeah
0: yeah ninety four there you go mm. and the drum sound on that there's a song on it called um Dead Horse or some shit. Do you have the track list there? Yeah. Ragdoll, red, Road Bull. Road bull. Oh, okay, cool. It's just got a moment just where it's just kick and snare for a little bit. Okay. And, and slow. And the amount of room in that is like, I think, the perfect balance between living and going too far. Yeah. And um, that's what I want to pitch for with a bunch of the new stuff that we've got on the horizon we've got like six different projects way too much God, in <laughs> yeah it works yeah so six chances to try <laughs> all that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah, yeah that would cool. be interesting
2: yeah, yeah. melvin's are a, they're funny bands like they put out so much music for such a long time it's a little hard to know where to start and um i always listened to houdini mm-hmm. their first album which was good great sound again i always thought yeah okay but then i ended up with an a really weird album sort of just looking through what is it now Years later, for some reason.
1: Do you guys ever see them live? Yeah. Yeah, they opened up
2: for um, either Phantomus or Mr. Bungle once. Yeah, I was at that gig at yeah.
0: Metro's Frio. Yeah, yeah, I thought I'd it. seen them I was trying yeah. to remember.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: they opened up for Tool. And I didn't realise I'd yeah. seen them. Oh, what, them. this time around? Or no, or the no. in 2000. The Lateralis Tool? one? Yeah. Have you guys I was talking? at that as well. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you've seen them twice. I
2: have, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys talk about... The tool show the recent one. Like, have we you did? Yeah,
1: whether yeah. it's released or not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't remember. Are you sure we did? Oh,
0: maybe we didn't. I don't remember doing it. But do you have a, like a question about how it was? We, were
2: you oh, there? well, I didn't go. No. no. So I was keen to hear from you guys. Are you a
1: fan of the new album?
2: I listened to or it. Or in general, well, I had Tim obviously
1: oh, hit of me course. up
2: on Instagram saying, "Have you listened to this yet?" Well, haven't listened to this yet. You know, like yeah. <laughs> so I did check it out, and um. I I used to like Tool many years ago, but then I sort of dropped out and didn't sort of follow them <coughs> much. So uh, I listened to it, and I was very impressed actually with the way it sounded, and just the songs seemed very complex. I mean, it was very Toolish still; mm-hmm. like it didn't feel like there was too much of a progression, but it was convincing. Like it seemed like a good mm. album.
1: I probably listened to it three or four times, I guess. Yeah. So Yeah, I would say yeah that those songs live almost stole the show from their well, older songs definitely. Believe it or not. Yeah. I
2: read reviews that people would put up I think even Express and that sort of stuff and they were just literally going well, it was such an amazing amazing show so
1: if you I don't know if you've seen that video of Danny Carey playing Numa and the video that is on drum him drum cam drum cam no. oh, impressive off tit yeah, yeah right Pretty good, but getting to watch runner. him play a whole gig like that is just amazing. He's yeah. wearing a Perth Wildcats jersey. We did talk about it. I we did. That. You're right, you're right.
3: Right, right, right.
1: Um, he was wearing a Perth Wildcats
3: jersey.
2: Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> he wears a different basketball shirt oh, in is every town team? he's in. Yeah, ah, yeah. Right,
2: right. So there's obviously one waiting for him wherever he goes, I imagine. That's, oh, he's got oh, it. It's probably on the rider. Yeah,
1: it's probably yeah, saying yeah. he collects. As a, Oh, maybe on the yeah. rider. Imagine requesting that on your rider. Yeah. Local sports teams... Basketball jersey,
0: <laughs> but yeah, those um, that new album's a bit mainardy. Yeah, sure. And there's a few tropes in there that they just dust off that mm. are a bit, they're a bit much for me. But then there's this, there's the giant chunks of just like this is unreal. So I can overlook yeah, there's the stuff. Huge that's long bit-
1: interludes. Yeah, an album as a whole, they still got all these weird like non-song tracks. Yeah, it was definitely oh, which a- is cool
2: an effort to sit down and try and listen to it from start to finish like it's such a
1: we had a epic. listening party ourselves over at Tim's house actually when it first I think came out windy, and none of us had day. listened to it yet yeah, I think mostly the next,
2: yeah the next day you messaged me I think after you guys saying yeah we just listened to it last night So.
0: it's pretty cool it's pretty cool but it's like
1: super um, ex- is this Chop Suey? yes it is there's been some other weird songs on too
2: good pickup. up it, it definitely what is what the hell what this as in a now? as in a background music cover yeah. version of the like a yeah. show
1: band style thing? There's been a few sh- songs I've recognised, and I've, it's just Wait, oh totally, totally it's all is. cover songs. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at the time constantly. I realised I should oh. have got a a uh, small mirror. one. You can drink that in about oh, four seconds. <laughs> oh no, you can do it. Mate. I'm not driving, I guess. <clears throat> no. Um... But yeah, the listening to Stoner Witch was funny with Tim because he's like, he he just loves music, right? And he loves cool sounds. And I'm thinking like, oh yeah, I have seen the Melvins at Tool. And then I go, oh, Melvins are way cooler than Tool. That's my takeaway. And it's not, not that I like the Melvins that much. It's just like, it's just a cool, energetic, interesting sound, you know... I don't know, whereas Tool was like... they really and
1: gritty and a bit of energy and stuff compared to Tool, which is all polished and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I when I say cool, I mean, yeah, that dirty,
0: yeah. cool sort of thing. I don't know. But if
2: you pick three Melvins albums out of their list of like 25 albums or something they've put out, they're all going to have a Melvins-ish, Melvins-ish vibe, but... They've also got some wacky shit in some of those albums. Like, mm. I was just looking through the here and I couldn't recognise it, but I've got one that's got some weird, whacked-out songs on it. Yeah. It was really bizarre when I bought it. But, again, that was probably more from the early 2000s, I think, that album. But mm. Yeah. Because
0: so I've spent my life defending Tour. I think this is where it's coming from. <laughs> and, like, people like, you know, Jim and I'd basically name anyone besides three of my friends. They all think it's lame. And I never got it. I'm like, I think it's brilliant music. And maybe that's just it—is that it's too polished for them, and it's millions of people like it, so they can afford to yeah. fluff around if they want. But anyway,
1: don't know if there's anything relevant in that conversation. The lot, or none of it. Either way, um, let's wrap this shit up. I guess though. So. Yeah, we got a uh, time limit. There's a curfew with this pub. So. Yeah, yeah. At the end. Anything else you want to uh, chat about? Nah. Oh, good. How That's do people lucky. buy your stuff, Al? In the show notes?
2: Uh, in the show notes, yep. Yeah. Um, DrAlienSmith.com. The reverb store? Yeah, there's a reverb store as well. So, um, I'm not sure of the address of that, but just search
1: Dirt Mike in the reverb store. It mm. comes up. So, people can find you on the uh, Facebooks and the tweeters. And the, uh, yep,
2: Facebook page, Instagram. Instagram <laughs> probably has more relevant stuff, I guess, or... So I'd probably use that a bit more than Facebook these days But
0: Sweet and as It shows a lot of people using it Which I think is pretty helpful Yeah, I
2: guess that format is better for me in a way so Yeah yeah. And Facebook And plus Facebook's a little hard to um, You can put as much stuff on Facebook as you want But you don't, no one sees it So it's a little mm. harder Instagram's like that to a degree But it's not as bad So Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, if you only follow three people like me nah. Yeah <laughs> You just catch up with them at the Mundaring Hotel Yeah <laughs> Cool, alright
2: yeah. Sweet Thanks, Thanks guys. for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me.